0: This episode is brought to you by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us not to read an ad, but they want you to enjoy the show.
1: your headphones in your ear holes, you filthy maggots, because this is a Blurry Photos
2: a mail bag, Oorah! <laughs> Private Flora, that is my line! You will not step on it! You will not utter another word until I say so! And now
1: I, now I say so! Sir, yes sir! <laughs> Oorah! <laughs> sir,
0: I can't help it, sir! It's in my bones, Sir!
1: God yeah. Oh man. Don't uh, don't worry, it's mailbag episode, but at least it's ear splittingly loud. <laughs> we will be shouting each and every email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi everyone.
0: Hi.
1: My name is David Stacco and that is David Flora and we are both Davids and this <laughs> is Blur Voto <laughs> <Blurred> <laughs>
0: Line up, yeah. Uh, How is everyone? Hope your break, our break, your break, everyone's break, break uh, is going great. Yeah, yours is going great. You're in New
1: Zealand. Yep. We'll see if I have a country to come back to. But hey, I'm not wearing pants. I'm in a little town I call Free Feeling. (laughs) Free 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 (laughs) Willadonia. Yep. (laughs) I started in Cockland. Then I uh, I move south. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want to see my Queenstown.
1: <laughs> In the <colon>. <laughs> <laughs> what's that Milford Sound?
0: <laughs> don't need to worry about it.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Look at us go with our our ge- geography uh, genital jokes. Oh yeah. Okay, enough with the jibble jabble. We've yeah, got
0: it's all good in Wellington.
1: We're go- we are going to really feed some emails to the old acoustic chipper shredder here in an attempt to get as caught up as possible. So let's, let's just let's Meow. yeah let's just do this. <laughs> Flora, kick it off.
0: All right, uh, real quick for everybody, want to want to let you know
1: if you are okay, new so to blinder photos. It, it, here's the thing: it better I'm, be quick. Well, forward, because going, as I said, we don't have a lot see. of time here. Okay, so we really we want to try to get this done as efficiently as, po- as possible. So if you have any uh, announcements, if there's anything people need to know. I mean, really. Okay, quick. That's All right, the thing. real quick. Here we go. Because I've got to be honest, I I don't myself personally even have a lot of time for this, and we've we've got a lot of emails to get through. Uh, we're gonna try to get all the way caught up. All right. Just- so real quick, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. I was getting bored, and I'm always the asshole who just keeps pushing it. So uh,
0: go. So if you're coming to us, if you're new to Blurry Photos, this is uh, we're on break right now. This is a bonus episode, and this is just where we go through the old uh, uh, mail bag where people have sent us mail, and uh, we're going through it, reading it, seeing, uh, uh, discussing it. So. You know, have fun. If you want a taste of blurry photos proper, then go to a regular uh, episode. It'll say EP one seventy five. What is that, Dave? Clowns? Sounds
1: like it. Something like that. It's got a great intro. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) All right, (laughs) yeah, we got to use that. Uh, Also, Flora, what do you think? I was just trying, as you said, that like we we are in the minority of podcasts that even when we go on our season break, we still have. Thing we still have things come out the whole time, that makes us kind of heroes. But my question is this: Do we do it because we just love recording things? Do we do it because we are so afraid our listeners will bail completely without a constant reminder that we're there? Keep going. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I I don't I don't know I don't know. We we it doesn't do it for matter all of the above plus uh, yeah. sponsorships. Oh right. Yeah, we got ads to read. Don't forget those. All right. So, so now that we've gotten to the bottom of the why, let's give him a great big mouthful of what? Flora. Jesus. Stick it to him. <laughs> I heard from Adventure Chick, aka
0: the Ooh. Ghost
1: of Shannon. Oh, see is that her Are you waxing your mustache as we record this? I am. It's just in the way. At this point it's just <laughs> in the way. <laughs> I thought that you were sinister, uh, plotting a sinister plan. <laughs> I'll be shortly. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Just finished listening to your interview with Chase Kletzky. I'm glad to hear there are those out there using the scientific method in fields that can so easily be laughed off. I'm a personal believer that scientific method and proper skepticism should be applied to just about everything. Uh, me too. Me too. Um, granted, there will always be things that can't be properly explained, such as the story. I'm about to relate.
2: Ah,
0: oh, Chase mentioned losing time in the woods during an investigation. When I was young, roughly six years old, I really wanted to visit a friend of mine, but we had no car at the time. The town I grew up in was fairly small, but I lived a good five miles away from her. Got into my head that if I went through a small wooded area behind our house, I'd be able to walk straight to the wooded area in the back of her house. And I did. It worked! My friend's mom saw me and asked how I got there. I pointed to the woods and said I walked. She didn't believe me, of course, because it was too far away and I was pointing in the wrong direction to get back home. She called my mom, who freaked out, and both started grilling me about who gave me a ride and how I should never accept rides from strangers. No one would believe that I walked, especially because less than five minutes had elapsed from when my mom last saw me to when my friend's mom first saw me. I've had a few other unexplained instances in my life, and that isn't even the earliest I can recall, but it has the most to do with your recent podcast. Uh, Dragons in Genesis ha- also has a short walk in the woods story. Maybe he'll relate at a different time. Fingers crossed your podcast doesn't crash when you read this piece of Listener Mail. So far, so good.
1: I think that's awesome. I mean, we've done. Uh, <sighs> We talk about an aeronautic mysteries, but like the small time slips, you know, like things, I think those are usually associated with the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, An airplane leaves for a a six-hour flight, gets there in two hours, things like that.
2: Fuel consumption
1: is consistent with two-hour flight.
0: I can't, yeah, I can't remember if um, we've touched on that.
1: Yeah, I wonder if there's a good way to bundle those together, those kind of stories. Because they're, I guess, a, a kind of time slips, but more like a time warp.
0: Yeah, um, uh, or Missing Time.
1: Yeah, and either way, that's awesome. Thank you, Adventure Chick, or the ghost of Shannon, however you find yourself.
0: And I'm very glad to know that um, uh, Dragons in Genesis is uh, releasing episodes. I, I really enjoy it. Thank you, Adventure Chick. Hey, watch yourself. Watch out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got one from Alex the Hoopy. Alex writes, listening to episode 169. Oh, yeah. And was surprised you left out a crucial reason that Wilhelm Reich built the Oregon accumulators. Idiot. The night after he first thought of the idea that one, th- that one could somehow build a machine that would suck up all the sex energy, he had a dream where a voice told him,
2: Build it, and they will come.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex the Hoopy. <laughs> Cheeky little monkey. Indeed. Furthermore, uh, I'm looking forward to full Swiss closure, but even more than, I, I'm, even more than that, I'm looking f- forward to the Swedish government's UFO files being released. I think pretty soon we'll get all the Im- information on Project Blue Bork. I enjoyed the latest episode with Chase Kletzky Oh nice Way more than I expected And I've already started checking out her stuff Even though I personally believe most If not all paranormal slash UFO related stuff is bunk I love to listen to it and read about it Especially when it comes from someone Who's making a point of going about their investigations The right way Like Chase is Could not agree more As a matter of fact She inspired me to check out an anomalous phenomenon Close by my place. While out walking my dog, what I first thought were some weird Christmas lights turned out to be a couple of UFOs. I went towards them, and as I got closer, I started to hear this weird noise. Got closer still, I saw one of them was those crazy triangle ships, and the other one was an honest-to-God flying saucer. That noise I mentioned was pretty loud there. It sounded like a couple of electric guitars going up and down the scales faster than any human hands could ever do it. And the notes were so crisp and clean... I felt like I was watching a bizarre extraterrestrial rock concert. After 20 minutes or so of this, they stopped and took off again. As I walked back home, I realized that I had just witnessed some mutual UFO fretwork. Oh! Yep. All that work and reading just for a mutual UFO fretwork. Uh, <laughs> all that work reading just for the mutual UFO fretwork. And I'm not sorry. But I am sorry for this. Those guitars the aliens had were amazing and had to be supernatural. The only place those aliens could have gotten them is from a tall, thin creature in a suit who makes them from the... Bye, bye, bye. The most amazing stringed instruments found. The Fender Man. Oh, I yes. also heard these aliens have big concerts where Fender Man's brother works at a booth selling t-shirts, CDs, and other merch. He's the... Venderman. I'm 99% positive someone else probably sent those two in already, but you guys are far too nice to, about my horrible friendster man pun. I bought <laughs> stock in Slenderman puns, and I'm going to get every last goddamn penny out of it. It's true. It is a, a, a seller's market now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and finally, from our friend Alex the Hoopy, I don't want to shock the shit out of everybody, but it's a pun. Do you know? The, do you know where all those tall, thin beings with ridiculous names come from? Where? It's called By Bi, Bytown, Bystania. It's a long, thin country that was formerly part of the Soviet Union. Slenderstan. <laughs> oh, and so ends the carnage of Alex the Hoopy. Thanks, man. Thank you, Alex.
0: Man, um, I mean, get get all your money out as soon as you can. That's all I'm saying, Dave. <laughs> Dave, we've heard from Caitlin. Sweet. Hi, Caitlin. Hey, David, David. Belschnickels are pretty popular in my family.
2: They are nigh!
0: (laughs) We're from Pennsylvania and have some Germanic descent. Uh, Fortunately for me, my family doesn't beat me around Christmas. That's good. We have little Belschnickel dolls that we place as decorations, and the youngins are told the story of Belschnickel. They are reminded, be good... Else Belschnickel will cane them and take away the gifts, yeah. And she sends us a picture of the dolls. <laughs> uh, that's that's cool. Belshnickel is I'm, here. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad some, some folks have some Belschnickel heritage.
1: Yeah, that is that was that was the greatest gift of this Christmas season, is Belsnickel. Caitlin, are you impish or admirable? <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you mean like naughty or nice?
2: Impish! Oh, Oh, admirable. admirable.
1: (laughs) Got an email from Katrina, who has decided to go with an alternative spelling that I don't agree with. But hey, you know what? Used to be America. Used to be okay for that. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. All hail, ye aspiring runesters. Sweet Odin's nutsack. (laughs) Why on earth were you using Blum as a reference for this episode? Why?
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Why indeed? Oh Because it
1: matters. He screwed up the order of the A tier and supplemented the rune poems with the I Ching for Crying Out Loud. He is categorically the worst, most new age Oh, New Age rhymes with sewage, source for runic divination.
2: (laughs) Oh boy, we really fed a generation with that one. Man. I'll tell you why we went
0: with it. It's the only one we had.
1: Right. <laughs> Mommy, why is Daddy's rune divination so terrible? Because before you were born, he listened to very bad men. Bad <laughs> men who took the words of a madman and made them known to the world.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we obviously had trouble whilst in the
1: middle of the episode <laughs> when stuff didn't match up, so I believe it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, but but it's not too late. We can try to fix this terrible rune travesty. <laughs> Next time, try Deanna Paxson's Taking Up the Runes, which is 400 pages <sighs> for a thorough discussion of both the historical and modern methods of casting. In my opinion, runes should never be laid out like tarot. They need to be thrown because the distance and patterns created by the stones themselves adds yet another layer of interpretation. Generally, though, great show. Whew. Odin and Thor at the Bucks was freaking hilarious. Uh. Cheeky grin from Katrina. Thank okay. you, K- Katrina. K- Katrina. And boy, we, we are sorry. Um, in case he's listening. Hey, Blum, suck one. Suck this giant rune stone. It's a literal rock. It's not even <laughs> in the shape of genitalia.
0: I don't know. Like I was saying on the episode, I feel like throwing them is how you do it. Like laying them out like tarot was weird to me. So, you know, maybe we, maybe our yeah. instinct was
1: speaking to us. I was all about, you know, putting ancient symbols into tiny stones that we got from Amazon. But boy, when they asked me to lay them out in a pattern, I was like, whoa, this is getting weird. Yeah, did you get that? Did you? I'm serving up some real hot sarcasm. <laughs> uh, Dave, we've heard from Count Shacula. Oh, sweet.
0: So wait, I'm listening to Epitho. This is uh, the honorable Count shakula Oh, that's right. Jeez Louise. Uh, listening to episode 125, Reality. And Stecco just mentioned that he grew up in a neighborhood called Skyway that had streets named after planets and lived on Saturn. And I also remember that he went to CSU in Fort Collins. And I live in Fort Collins the fort, in a neighborhood called Skyway on Mars Drive. And you're Whoa. trying to tell me that I don't live in Stecco's childhood neighborhood?
1: Man, you can keep your coincidental neighborhood names. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Skyway in the Fort. I'll tell you what, I uh maybe this summer I'll get back there. I wanna I wanna get my ass back to Fort Collins badly, even if I don't make it for the brew fest because I like while well, I live there, I love that town and I always promised myself that I would I would uh retire uh, there. Retire there, yeah. Oh. But it's I, I it was growing real fast when I left and I've been gone for a while, so I'm kind of afraid to see how much it's changed. Yeah. Change is tough, yo. All right, Count Shacula, here's the deal. If I'm heading back to the fort I'm gonna get, we're gonna get in contact. We're gonna go to Teriyaki Walk. We're gonna eat rice bowls with meat and sugar sauce because it was one of my favorites when I, when I last lived there. Sugar sauce. I used to uh, I used to manage a bar there, but I guess it's somebody told me that it's an Italian restaurant now, so uh, otherwise I could take you there and have to pay for drinks because no one still works there. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> that would be That would be real a weird tragedy. Anyway, thanks, Count Shacula. Thank you, Count. Got an email from Dishwasher Painter Jerry, a very specific industry with a proud and noble lineage. I'm a recent listener who is ignoring the Surgeon General's overdose warnings; they are there for a reason. And have played around 40 episodes in the last three weeks. Whoa! Here are some useless superpowers. I love useless superpowers. Uh, here's a useless superpower like no other: a man who comes in from nowhere and can repair and operate any technology. That no one wants.
2: He's the beta master.
1: (laughs) Uh, His brother is the useless superhero whose clumsy aerobics can fix any car on the scale of the junkyard. But it only runs to the crusher. He's hop, skip, and junk. The only thing more annoying than seeing your car die on a junkyard scale is seeing it start unexpectedly. Oh, so I guess he can, like, fix it right before it gets crushed. They're often confused with their twin cousins, aircraft designers whose planes fly only backwards into things. Yeah, they're the wrong brothers. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that mean they they design air, things that start out in the air and just slam into the ground? <laughs> thank you, dishwasher painter Jerry.
2: Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> I guess it is uh, time to take down the Christmas tree. <laughs> surely my neighbors are getting irritated by the, the bright blinky lights I've strung up across the hacienda. but but I tell you this is the saddest part of the year. the holidays are over Springtime is, is still up to a groundhog I, uh, I wish anything could cheer up <laughs> this, these dreary days! Oh, I hope it is not a bandito. <laughs> Hola. Hola, telegram para Sergeant Garcia. Well, I am Sergeant Garcia. I will sign your telegram. Gracias. What? What it is a telegram of the Luke. The sun she shines on me. So warm. Every part of my body is resplendent in its golden light. Now I shall read it in my mind so that I hear Don Luke's voice whispering to me from the page. Carido Sergio Garcia. Wait, wait, wait. You, you know my name. Uh, is a military rank I'm a sergeant And my name is Garcia I, am my, I have an uncle Sergio But he, he does not live here <laughs> I write
0: to you uh, Regarding the Pronunciation of One Gaius Plinius Segundus uh, I understand the choice To pronounce Pliny Rather than Pliny was deliberate to that in I asked not for a trip to the penalty box as that would be too severe. perhaps instead uh, a trip to the penitentiary
2: <laughs> He takes the sting of their rebuke out with a hilarious pawn at the end. <laughs> wait, wait, there is another page attached to this page.
0: Itambi where can you find explosive performances uh, that have been fermented in the bottle? Uh, look no farther than Orson Welles' Red Mercury Radio Theater. <laughs> Until next time, my friend,
2: Felicidades! Ha-ha! My favorite part is imagining his high-spirited cry as he rides away. <laughs> Gracias, Don Luke.
1: <laughs> Got an email here from Ermagerd Purgader. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Hiya, fellas. Hiya. First of all, just wanted to say Merry f- Christmas and Happy New Year. I mean, you, too, probably... yeah, y- you too, buddy.
2: Yeah, you too, buddy. Yeah, Merry f- Christmas to you too, pal.
1: <laughs> I know it'll probably be super late by the time you read this. Yeah, sort of. But I was late in writing it, so I'll penitently box myself. Oh. Ah. Yeah, you don't have to do that unless you're into it. Hey. Anyway, just wanted to say great work on a lot of the recent episodes. La Yorona is now one of my new favorites. Love All the right. fun. We should do another. Yeah, we we need to, we need to do got another some, one I've got some narrative. gears
0: turning. I've got some ideas. Yeah.
1: I was going to have a pun for this one involving my Sharona, but I was beating it to it by literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've come up with a decent replacement, however. Also, don't let the haters get you down, Stecco. With a father born and raised in Mexico, I can't do a Mexican accent to save my life. So I so I greatly enjoy and appreciate both you and Flora's renditions of one. Uh, if you do me the honor of reading the pun in your accents, I'd be much obliged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> what is the weeping woman's preferred cerveza of choice? La Corona. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Hope no one, no, no one has done that one. La 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 Corona. Also, wanted to mention that I bought my husband and I a couple of your shirts from the Threadless, and they are awesome. Hey, uh, nice. From the Threadless store, and they are awesome. That's kick ass. Uh, I had to get the Blurry Photober one because I got so psyched to hear your ghost stories and the epic Flora laugh, but I too am a lover of Legos. All right. I got a Doctor Strange set, a Batmobile, and a Donna Justice for Christmas.
0: I've got that Doctor uh, Strange set, I think. Dave's seen it. Yeah,
1: it's like my favorite. So I, know, set. I can verify he's not lying just to make himself more popular. Right.
2: <laughs> I've got that too, the guys, guys, guys.
0: It's a if if it's the one. It's got like a, a the tentacle monster coming out of the portal.
1: I feel like that's the only one for Doctor Strange. I don't feel like they threw a ton of effort at it. I don't, don't that's think the so The only either. one I've ever
0: seen. Yeah, because I might have been my bank account
1: might have been lower if if they had so. <laughs> right. Uh, she writes, um, I have a nice little collection of mini figs, but I was wondering how many do you have Flora? you know what I was just showing this to um uh my soon to be in-laws because they go out and sometimes buy mini figs I was oh, yeah. they like the real yeah they like the really weird ones like the guy in the shark suit and the banana man and stuff <laughs> sure. like that, and they were explaining like you know if you go there, you have to like you know feel the packet and I was like lady, don't don't even try to tell me about it." I know all about this game. And I was like, you need to talk to my friend Flora because he's got all of them. And and I was and I, I was doing this kind of weird thing where I had to zoom in on the picture of us in our badass Christmas sweaters. Yeah. Because it was right by your shelf with all. And so I was like, these are that's all minifigs. It was kind of, you know, it was a little bit of blurry photo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um but you should, you should take like a proper photo of the full collection. I think I might have to
0: like box up some DVDs that are on the shelf to make room for another yeah. shelf.
1: To be honest, But you, I can tell you, start with the HD DVDs because <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like those are going to get watched anytime soon. They're cowboy. <laughs>
0: <True>. <laughs> um, it is true. <laughs>
1: mean, uh, you're talking to a guy with a huge collection of mini discs, so I I, I know that feel. <laughs> I got them on purpose just because they were super cheap. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you should you should take some pictures of that. And and don't forget to um, put the DeLorean on top of Abe Lincoln because that was my <laughs> greatest Lego moment of my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, I know you have Jeff the Talking Mongoose design, as well as probably a ton of other fan art, but finally got around to doing my own version couldn't send them through here, so I'll get a link set up so you can see them working on some things for the all just as well for fun, since you've given me some great inspiration. Thanks again, guys. Take care. Thank you, Ermagerd Perglader. Thank you, Ermagerd. Yeah. I, would, I can't wait to see that. Got one
0: from Elizabeth barn Owl. What? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> barn Owl's in parentheses, so I don't know if I should call you Barnowl or if I... <laughs> Or if you are a Barn Owl, but your name's Elizabeth. Are you Owlkin? (laughs) (laughs) Barn Owl Elizabeth says, "Hi guys! Hi, hello! I'm a new listener who has done the entire collection, and this is my first email. Whoa! I love you guys! Oh, Will, my Flora, that's me. I heard you say you interned at a theater in Roanoke, Virginia. That's correct. Was that Mill Mountain? It
1: was.
0: Burger in the square." You were so very close. I live in Withville, Virginia. Withville or Wytheville?
1: Withville.
0: Wytheville?
1: Wytheville! (laughs) (laughs) Wytheville!
0: For you to come through eastern Kentucky, you had to pass through my little town. That would be the third, no, fourth best visitor to our fair hamlet. Number one's Vice President Biden. Of course. I mean, I can't compete Nice that. Time um, and
1: Joe rolling through town. Because you tell him because he was just squealing the wheels on his <laughs> badass.
0: Trans Am. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, Rick Okasig from The Cars. Yeah. Why the long face? Number three is Randy Travis. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: well. And then me. I'm so thrilled to know you came through my space. You should look up our town back in the late 80s. We were a hub of UFO sightings and even made it onto Unsolved Mysteries.
2: Oh,
1: Robert Stack was in your crack. (laughs) Talking smack with Robert (laughs) Stack.
2: Have you ever known someone who was just a huge asshole? Let me tell you about these people. (laughs) I don't know. now I respond to your tweets. Clap back with stack.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Barnow Elizabeth.
1: <laughs> Got an email here from Eric. He writes, Dave. Hi ah. assume that's me. Oh. You left out Alex English. Come on. Dummy. Uh, he doesn't take any shit from ghosts. And in Metal World Peace's defense, it doesn't sound like the ghost threw a drink at him, so he doesn't feel obliged to climb into the stands and fight the ghosts. <laughs> who's, this now, is He's got me on the... I don't know anything about basketball, oh. which I've proven a million times. So who's Alex English?
0: I guess it will... I, I actually don't know Alex English, but Metal World well, Peace did climb into the
1: stands after a fan. Right. Well, no, he did not. Ron Artest climbed into the stands. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> That's, I think that's, like, most of the reason, because like, it was, like, within a year or two of that that he changed his name. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Oh, so that's, okay. He's talking about, like, 90s era nuggets. That's what he means. I see. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I did leave him out because I didn't know that guy. <laughs>
2: I don't know that man.
1: He stayed dry. The ghost didn't get fought. And when it comes to meta, there are only certain things that really set him off. And if he stays dry and possibly baked, and there are no cameras around or fat guys to fight with, he's probably just going to stay on the couch. I like this that, like, this should be done, like, with a David Attenborough. Like, the meta world piece, while normally docile can be frightfully aggressive under certain circumstances. We've taken very special care to have no fat guys and to make sure that the meta stays entirely dry. We've provided it with marijuana, which further tames the savage beast. (laughs) Dave, I'm always looking for you at DIA. Just wait, uh... Just wait for me by the crazy gas mask assault rifle wielding mural and I'll sell you send you a genuine American made nuclear ghost repelling device that will detect and wave kill any spectral anomalous phenomenon anomalous phenomenon and give Dr uh, and give Mr Matumbo a call on Speed Dial for the low price of $999.99 and no shipping to boot. What? Wait, is that no shipping or free shipping? I'll just pay for him, he'll never give it to me. Well, if he meets you there, why would you need to ship? It's true. I'll be looking for you, and you will definitely know me when you see me. Ah, now I'm afraid to go to DIA. I feel like that was a veiled threat. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Eric.
0: Aaron B. has written to us. Hello, Aaron. B. Hi, Dave and David. I am enjoying listening to your shows. Want to try my hand at a pun? Yes. Yeah. yes. Don't forget to wash
1: that hand when you're done. <laughs>
0: An atheist walked up to a Christian and asked if he had heard of the mythology of Christ. Oh, I like that. <laughs>
1: Ooh, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. please, Aaron. please, please try try your hand at more puns. Yes, but seriously, wash those hands because you you get yeah. pun in your eye. Yeah, it's a trip to the doctor. Yeah, got a <laughs> yeah, got an email from Far Canal. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm trying to unpack something. I've, I I hope it's w- not a typo. I feel like if, if the name Fire Canal was like a room in a haunted mansion, Flora and I are like pulling books and candlesticks trying to get the secret <laughs> door to open right, right. now. <laughs> yep. If you can read this out in your best Australian accent, I will oh love boy. you guys even more. Uh-oh. Whew. Okay. G'day, mates. Long-time long time, long time first-time lover. <laughs> Fans your podcast, the Rumor Flies podcast, when you were guest-starred on their show. <laughs> Though you two were funny for- I thought <laughs> 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 I thought you two were funny fuckers and thought oh, I have to have more Dave and David in my life. So now I'm working my way through your bit catalog. It's Available on iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. How does that one go? I don't know. I think everything's fair dinkum. <laughs> yeah. Available, available on iTunes while I drive. All- and drive <laughs> while I drive <laughs> and while I work. It's it's kind oh of my God. it's it's kind of like the the, the penalty box. They just have to floor it, just <laughs> yeah. just crashing through everything. All right, <laughs> now I walk for work. Don't let that fool you. I'm still I'm still fit because I love food more than I love people. <laughs> There've been times when I had to stop myself from laughing out loud so the members of the public do not think I'm criminally insane. <laughs> I think I'm a criminally insane escape patient. If you ever come to Australia, please come up to North Queensland, the pointy state. And hit me up and I'll drink you boys under the table. You will. I'm Keep sure. up the awesome work and don't stop being beautiful. No, yeah. Yeah, nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, th- mate.
1: <laughs> thank you, Sheila. Wow. Oh, man. That that felt That's really awesome. good Like in the way that like... <laughs> Partially because I know how many uh, uh how many hateful emails I'm gonna get from that. Like <laughs> thank you. That was a great opportunity. I appreciate it, Fat canal. <laughs> right. Fac canal. Oh canal
0: Fac and Al Facen Al.
1: Dave, it's this book. <laughs> <laughs> Rotating fireplace. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, Dave, we've heard from Harvey. Hi, Harvey. Hello, gents. Uh, Long time listener. I make ample use of your archive po- uh, episodes, archived episodes to get through my admin work. Love your stuff. Favorite episode has to be Blackbeard, a.k.a. the Hagrid of the High Seas. <laughs> That's cool. A- I haven't heard of that one in, uh, uh, towards the top.
2: You're before, a so. peg boy, Harry. You're a bosun, Harry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, obscure pun. There's a military academy near the town of Camberley in the UK. Camberley? Uh, that trains officers going into the British armed forces. That is often mistaken for various cryptids and monsters due to its strange shape. The Sandhurst crane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sand that is Hurst. a deep
0: cut.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. nice.
2: Nice. Nice, Harvey. Nice. nice aye?
1: <laughs> Thank you, Harvey. I uh, got one from Captain Hook. Got a pun here. So so so, you know, uh, five point harness, strap in, make sure the helmet's on. <laughs> yep, yep. Ricky Tiki Tavi Daves. Oh. Just hi. wanted to give you guys a huge high five on your interview with Chase Kletzky. Yeah. It was amazing. I totally agree. I also just started listening to your runes episode and I got curious, see, so I thought I'd try him out. You know, uh, just so see. I can just so I can get some taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody as long wants a tice. Get
2: your taste.
1: So I spread the God, I'm still reeling from the Australian one. So I spread them little things out. So I spread them little things out, and I asked for advice on what I should do with my life. And you know what those bloody things said? It said, f*** you. Can you believe it? It said, f*** you, right in my f***ing face. I couldn't believe it myself. I mean, I don't know what I'm expecting, but man, those are just some rude stones. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll just jingle the bells on that donate button on Christmas as <laughs> re- com- recompense for my horrible pun. Wobble blurry photo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Captain Hook.
0: Thank you, Captain. Heard from
1: Janis. Hi, Janus. Guten Tag,
0: our Latvian friend. Oh man. Ola. <laughs> Near Christmas greetings, Dave's and David's of all ages. <laughs> Having just listened to the Christmas Monsters podcast, which was, which is what I was hoping and praying for, nothing is as cozy as Yule myths. I felt I must write in upon your mention of the Belsnickel. Oh, but you do
1: not f with Belsnickel.
0: I was previously unaware of this tradition by name. However, I feel the Latvian gift bringer, translated as Old Man Christmas, is most certainly a mix between Belsnickel and Santa Claus in the traditional sense. How? Well, our Santa brings branches to whip the naughty and depending on the harshness of the parents, actually does whip them, I guess, as well. As well as requiring poems and or songs to distribute the gifts he brings in his sack. Again, depending on how mean our Santa is feeling, poems and songs are either accepted or rejected, and the victim is made to try again, lest he get no gifts at all. Whoa! The standard rate is one whole poem, not just a stanza, per individual gift. So memorizing Christmas songs and poems is something most of us hastily do right before Christmas Eve. (laughs) On a slightly related topic, we also have a uh, winter old man figure known as Louskis, translating as Shard, who goes about when temperatures drop really damn low. And here, that is below, uh, is negative 22 Fahrenheit. Pretty cold. Smashing houses, trees, and everything else with his axe to make them creak and crack. By some accounts, it's throwing axes. He's tossing. If that's not metal, I don't know what is.
1: Winter's greetings. Well, Giannis. Good news, Giannis. You do know what metal is. Yeah, you right. do know. That is that is You're correct. Metal. metal. Is f- that is metal correct. That's awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Giannis. Thank you, Giannis. Happy New Year, sir. Got an email from Jim Concarne. That's Jim with meat. <laughs> Sorry for my last contact. I was too drunk to actually remember what I wrote, and I always go out of my way to make a crappy first impression. Who doesn't? Right. Anyway, sea monsters and why we need more of them. The La Losa of Bermuda's Blue Holes. This thing is effing terrifying. It'd be slightly related to the creepypasta Lake Vostok octopus monster that's been going around. I didn't know there was some talk of a Vostok octopus monster. Vostok octopus. I fixed that for everyone. You're all welcome. How about the Tarasque? And while, while the best Dungeons and Dragons monster of all time is actually a creature based in folklore, mermaids may be dumb, but Glacios were a pretty neat character in Greek mythology. Glacios? Mm-hmm. And his lover-turned-monstrosity Scylla is pretty famous thanks to the Odyssey. Crybdis is also a thing. The Raselka is an interesting ghost monster. He's usually created by a woman being drowned. It haunts the crap out of that area as a goop banshee. Whoa. Uh, how about some puns? A long time ago, a Russian hero supposedly killed a god, leaving behind only dead mercury. <laughs> uh, a scientist working with rare earth metals trying to discover a better way to create energy was hurt in an explosion. Leaving him with a gold contusion. Uh thanks for the work in the uh th- thanks for the work you guys do. I love the show and I think I'm caught up on the backlog. I really enjoy the bullstones as well, and think you gentlemen should reach out to more wonderful, crazy people. So do we. Oh, and live show Michigan when? <laughs> Get behind Boise, my friend. Get behind Boise. Where in Michigan? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And don't, don't, do not reference a mitten. We don't know that. Just, <laughs> just the big D, or are you a Uber? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You a super youper? I've, I've, I've got family from the UP. I've spent a lot of time up there. Yeah. I got legit, like, w- mosquito fighting cred. You have to choke them to death with your hands, both <laughs> hands, one mosquito. Oh. They're enormous. Oh. Thanks, Jim Concarne. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. I uh,
0: got one from another Jim, Jim Jambalam.
1: Whoa. Whoa, Jim, Jim Jambalam.
0: Uh, finally saw the koozies. Probably get one because they're cool. You should. Yeah. Also, damn bonus episodes, man. I'm non-committal, so I don't believe in Patreon when I do. Uh, what? When do I get to donate for that taste? Going to need to fix that soon. P.S. Say hi to your mother for me. Um, <laughs> we have got that uh, underway. Um, yeah. Uh, look on our archives page. I've got a list of what extra shows have shown up uh, for the Patreon. and You can hit donate five bucks for whatever one you uh, you you think you'd like to hear, and we'll send you in the information for it. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not buying an episode, by the way. You're not buying anything. <laughs> you're donating. Keep that in mind.
1: Yeah. got an email from flora fanfare sound cory roger kilbane the famous and fair spear bearer from the hollow earth that's all on his driver's license (laughs) yeah
0: yeah. Uh. it it folds in half
1: (laughs) Corey writes, Greetings from Agartha, Dave and David of the Blura Fleckos. Greetings. Uh, it is I, the famous Spear Bear from the Hollow Earth, Corey Roger Kilbane. Don't steal his identity. Uh, listen to the latest grape gripping bullstone. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. And Flora brought up synesthesia. This is something I can, uh, can comment on for I am a graphene color synesthete. The English alphabet and numbers cause a perception of color in my mind's eye. It only works in English, likely because English was all I was exposed to at a young age. Uh, the character, uh, the characters of other languages do not have of other languages do not have any color association. So I think just black for them, unless the symbol rep, uh, resembles a letter of English, like sigma representing the capital E, which is blue. I use the color patterns to spell or remember math formulas. Richard Feynman had a similar experience with math, with math equations. Stecco mentioned uh, benefits from, from the sense mixing, and as I mentioned, I spell and spot misspellings from the color impressions I get from words. But some people can get more substantial, quote, powers from it. They can use it to perform memory feats like memorizing pi to thousands of digits. Uh, you mentioned perfect pitch is a similar thing, but there are some sound touch or auditory tactile synesthetes who are blessed or cursed by something similar. It's rare, but some of them have perfect itch. Oh. Oh, do you feel that little pun oh. knife snake in there? Woo. Speaking of powers, uh, thought of a not-so-superpower, the ability to run very fast, but, you can only run your mouth, and it only works all or nothing. Oh, yeah, that—that's what I use for an Australian accent. That's—that's <laughs> that's how I do it. Yeah. Uh, either you speak in a normal ranges, or you max out your talking speed so that all anyone can hear is a particularly high-pitched chipmunk speaking gibberish. <laughs> I use this. I call this power of. I call this the power of super speech. Corey also has a related condition, misophonia, which causes emotional reactions to certain sounds. Uh, actually, I just heard about this. I was reading a little thing today about that, how um, some people like like the sound of like munching, like chewing sounds, make them angry. Oh, then I have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think just like not wanting to hear it. But it makes me angry. Uh, I, oh, yeah. Here we but no, you don't understand. <laughs> I get irrationally, uh, uh, in my case, I get irrationally angry or annoyed by certain body noises in particular. Troubled breathing gets to me very quickly. Um, someone has a cold and continues to nose breathe in spite of blocked nostrils. It's infuriating. Yeah, so he's got he's got a coworker that does this all the time. So he uses uh, podcasts or music or white noise generators to cover things up. Uh, Probably not so,
0: Candy Chat. <laughs>
1: uh, and and here that's the next sentence. The next sentence. And don't worry, no mouth sounds you or the ladies from Candy Chat have irritated any misophonia in me. Wow. Not even the badger snarls. You guys have moved up to the top of my podcast rankings. Thanks for the mysteries, puns, opening songs, skits, and tomfoolery, beloved flower, and beloved stick. Uh, the famous spear bearer from the hollow earth, known as Corey Roger Kilbane. P.S. to the ladies, they have started me... <laughs> On calling my dog Piggly Dog instead of by name, <laughs> and you guys have started me on the "y'all should leave" voices when I talk yeah. to my cats. That's a good cat voice. Yeah, it is. Hey, hey, y'all kitties, y'all should leave.
0: We haven't we haven't pulled out a "y'all should leave" in a long time.
1: That's true. That's true. What did that start? Thank in? you. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you, Corey. I'm sorry, that? Flora. What was that? What was that name? <laughs> Corey Roger Kilbane, comma. The famous and fair Spearbarrow from the Hollow Earth. It's all on his license. It's all his legal name. You get to just cut that sh- short, dude. I'm above the law.
0: Uh, yeah. I think it was back on our Irish Legends with St. Patrick. It might have started. I know for a fact the Totsil Worm adopted that voice. So. Meow, meow, meow.
1: Yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Well, here's the thing, though. Like Y'all should leave and meow, meow, meow. While are in the same voice, they never mix, to my knowledge. Uh, Not that, at least not that I remember. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. What do I know? I just do this.
0: I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think when it, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I will. Origins of stuff, right? Right. Got one here from Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Love your show. Recently became Patreon. Became a patron. Huzzah! Nice. Since I'm at the $5 level, was wondering if and how I could access past extrasodes. Well, you are in luck. Go to that archives page, scroll down at the bottom, it'll tell you how to do it. Boom. Cheers, KF. Thank you, Kristen. Continuing on, got one from Lex. Hi, Lex. Dave and David, I have weighed your hearts against a scale with a mothman feather and found you guilty. Oh, s***. In your Egyptian mythology, Extrasode, which I did love and was super stoked to see, you correctly mentioned that et, E-T, suffix is for feminine names, but then say that Isis breaks the trend. The reason for that is that Isis and any of the other Is names are Greek mistranslations of the proper English names. Isis was actually Aset, which set what? Hand- oh which handily solves your naming trouble, and then you also get fun ones like Anubis being Anpu, Osiris <laughs> being Azar or Wesir, Horus being Heru, Set being Sutek. And most delightfully of all, Thoth being a Judy. Nice. Judy. Uh just wanted to pitch in with a teeny bit of my Egyptian knowledge. Send you the burning lake of the penalty box. Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing.
1: Um, yeah. Well, I think didn't someone else take a bat to you on this? <laughs> I, I see. I see. I seem to recall this coming up once before. It it may have. May indeed have. But I also think that uh, you went in. You went in for a, a multitude of crimes recently. So I think I think you have since paid your debt to society.
0: Maybe, or you know, maybe one one of these extra episodes I'll do a uh, a penalty box yeah. on the extra since it's in another dimension, as it uh, were.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Thank but, you, Lex. Thank you, Lex. <laughs> oh sh. Got an email here from. I don't. I don't. I don't know. The Revenge of Mikey Wheels. Is this still Mikey Wheels? Or is this someone who is who is going to re- re- be the vengeance of Mikey Wheels? <laughs> I don't know. I you don't know. know. And maybe it's his mother. Oh, either way. Uh, the Revenge of Mikey Wheels writes, I was reading my city paper and found that my town theater is doing a Christmas rendition of Bring in the Noise. Bring in the Cromp. <laughs> nice. Beautiful.
0: Thanks, Revenge of Mikey Wheels. It's when Crumpus... Uh, Puts on some tap shoes. <laughs> That's right. That's how he does it. Time to get your, your newsy hat and
1: newspaper satchel on. we are hearing from Little Nichols. Little Nichols. He lives by his wits in the Bowery. <laughs> Little Nichols says, Gents, I have to tell you of a truly infamous aristocratic jack-of-all-trades,
0: master of none. He traveled through many social circles playing music, but was always out of tune. Performing alchemy, though his potions never worked, he was even a cook, though his food was always bland. He was known as the Count of Saint Mundane. So boring. <laughs> yeah, we're slipping into that territory. <laughs> as an FYI, if you head to Los Angeles for a live show, I can set you up with the studio that my improv group performs at. Let me know. Awesome! Oh, man. Little Nichols making some connections yeah. in the Bowery of L.A.
1: Little Nichols is a big wheel in the L.A. machine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he also suggests uh, checking out the Marfalites in Poison. Oh, yeah. And a-, a pun for us. Recently, a missing chapter of the Beowulf epic was found. It tells of how Beowulf actually never killed Grindel. Apparently, Beowulf followed his foe to the forest, only to lose track of him. He then had to fake the entire battle. The missing chapter is called the Grindel Sham Forest Incident.
1: Little Nichols. <laughs> Little Nichols. Thank you, sir. Oh, my throat. All right. Got an email from P.P. Yum. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <what>? Yep. <laughs> Once upon a time, there were two guys named Dave. They lived at a bus stop with a gross old lady named Agnes, and they smelled really bad. One day a bus came and they got in it and everyone was angry at them because they smelled so bad. Dave Flora looked at Dave Stecco. They smirked at each other and released their secret weapons. They farted and out of their booty holes came two horrible ghosts. The ghosts were crying because they didn't want to be seen with the days. The ghosts died and they didn't even know that was possible since they were already dead. The day The day. The day started crying, but then their pal Agnes came out and cheered them up with a glass of his freshly squeezed breast milk <laughs> straight from the titty. <laughs> the whole bus happily drank Agnes's breast milk, and they crashed and died. The end.
2: What is this?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I f***ing <laughs> love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the kind of like... Best worst stuff that I'm really into. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thanks, PP Yum. I, I hope we get more stories because <laughs> I'll, I'll keep reading. <laughs> also, uh, Agnes is a dude, <laughs> right?
2: Agnes right. is a boy's name. <laughs> Oh man,
1: I'm really glad I got that one. Heard from Pluto moved on.
0: Dandy. That's us. Wasn't sure what to write in about till I heard your letter from a kid in a duck. I'm also from Waterloo and didn't realize there were so many of us from Iowa. Man, and you know what's weird? I didn't do huh. I didn't like throw our business cards out of the the car while right? we were traveling down the highway. Well, thank
1: you know what? <laughs> thank God you you didn't uh thank God you didn't talk any shit about waterloo iowa you know you didn't boise us
0: (laughs) you're not stuck on here with us we're stuck on here with you i have to travel to coralville on the regular so we should get some zombie burger sometime i know you look down on 4chan but they're how i found blurry photos
1: (laughs) oh man also. Yeah, that's my Boise. That's my Boise right there. Like I'm the one who really stuck a a flag on on Fort <laughs> Fuck You Fort Chan, <laughs> and that's it's biting me in the ass consistently. We have gotten a fair number
0: from them. Um, also, yeah. my name, my middle name is David. Do I get to be part of your secret Dave Club? Am I only a half Dave? You're what we call a Hey Dave. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and if you haven't got a Hey Dave, then God bless you. I did just have my first zombie burger like a week ago and it next time you're out here, Flora, we gotta go there. Okay. Because I was like, Well, I'm not gonna be back here for a while, so I'm I'm gonna go hard in the paint. So I got a double bacon burger, but each of the buns was a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, it was pretty thorough. Yeah. Zombie burger is not playing around. And it's where Kim and I they they also make cereal shakes there. That's where Kim and I got the idea to make uh, uh, cereal shakes for uh, our nieces. We were talking in the live cast. We were babysitting. I got a three-year-old and a six-year-old niece, and Kim and I, we made blanket forts and uh, Fruity Pebbles milkshakes. Although the little stinkers were like, these are good, but why do you keep putting cereal in them? (laughs) Shake my damn head.
2: (laughs) SMDH. (laughs) SMDH.
0: Pluto Moved On also says, being an Iowa native and of German descent, I had a little something to share. My family has always had a tradition on New Year's of Old Bill Sneak, a benign individual. He would hide stockings full of small gifts and candy on New Year's Eve, and you'd have to find your, st- your stocking in the morning, usually hidden under couches, behind curtains, occasionally tied to the ceiling. Not sure if it's <laughs> actually related, but when I heard the name Belschnickel, I couldn't help but think of the names are too close for coincidence. I've also never known anyone else to have this tradition in their family. Hugs and kisses, Mm. Pluto moved on.
1: That's a good point because Iowa is a super, super German state. Um, I actually went to a museum uh, exhibition about it so much so that like the majority of the state spoke German for a long time. (laughs) And it wasn't until World War I that everyone like really like (laughs) clamped down on it. Mm-hmm. and i took pictures of them um i could we could post them if you wanted but there was a bunch of really um kind of saddening letters um from that era to the governor of Iowa saying which which were so similar to some of the things you hear being said now ooh um and you feel like god we have we have we have come no far we have crossed no distance in 100 years uh, just things like to the governor like Uh, I heard some people walking around speaking in German in public. I thought this was America and we can't do that. So please send some police or help us make that illegal. Like really? And you're like, (laughs) yeah, it takes, it would take like two edits to, to bring that letter a hundred years into the future. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So yeah, uh, Iowa, super German state. Fun fact. Wouldn't, wouldn't think of it. Thanks, Pluto moved on. Got an email from Pretty Witty Joe. Pretty Witty Joe. Who we met. Pretty Witty Joe. Pretty Witty Joe. At the uh, uh, Milwaukee Paranormal Convention. That no is conference. Right. It was a. Con- it was a conference. I forget yeah. which kind of con it was. Uh, Pretty Witty Joe was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David. and David wanted to shoot you a message to thank you for telling me to look into the improv- uh Improvised Jane Austen. Since I'm now a member of the group. Huzzah! Yeah. That's awesome. Way to go. Well, be nice to her, Kate, because she's one of our friends. That's right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You you treat treat Joe with more respect than she deserves, which is
1: all of it. (laughs) You'd be more respectful than she deserves, because she doesn't deserve a lot of respect, but I still want... (laughs) No, I, I think that the improvised Jane Austin ladies are, are amongst the most respectful of all improvisers in the history of the craft. <laughs> uh, it's, it's from their genteel Regency upbringing. That's right. Also, I was wondering if you guys have heard about the game Until Dawn. It's sort of a playthrough movie type thing that takes place in Alberta and deals with some wendigos. Hmm. No. I don't think wait, I have. I, wait a minute. I did hear about I was like, there was like a bunch of uh, nerd news stories about that game. A few months ago. I'll have to look it up, though. Yeah. Also a useless superpower. The ability to tell what flavor a jelly, be- jelly belly is at a glance. Oh, this power could also extend to boxes of chocolates. I don't know how like useless to- that would be. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. Flora, how much would you pay for that? <laughs> well, for art's sake, I'll have to right. decline. For how art. Would, uh, how much would Betty and Tab pay for that? <laughs> well, I mean, if it's on, if it's on sale. Right. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks, Pretty Witty Joe, and Thank congratulations, and uh, and well done, improvised Jane Austen. Yeah. Uh, if if anyone is in the Chicagoland area, they've got uh, some shows coming up, I believe. I think I think so. I mean,
0: if they just cast a new cast, yeah,
1: I mean, they've always got something coming along. But I know that usually February is a good month for them. Uh, I did uh, my show with them three years ago, two years ago. I think it was. I don't know. Two yeah. years ago, I think. Time is weird. Uh, in February. It is weird. Um so anyway, congratulations to Pretty Witty Joe and congratulations to Improvise Jane Austen. You guys both lucked out. That's right. This one's from
0: Sarah Isakwak.
1: Sarah Isakwok.
0: I uh, nearly caught up with the episodes, kind of. Listening to the Plenty of the Elder episode with the Steconian pronunciation, please. <laughs> I'm totally with Steko's pronunciation of everything so far. Huh. Dave. Can you go through this list? Because I, I forget how you pronounce some of this stuff.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Uh, that would be Gif, Imger, Pliny, Boudica, Crowley. Yeah, that that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Who the hell calls anybody Sarah? Except for David Bowie. And I'll don't you dare correct David Bowie. Huh. Turn back, Sarah. (laughs) Forget about the Barbie. (laughs) Oh, man. Australian labyrinth. (laughs) Forget about the Barbie. No one even says Barbie. I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) I saw my Sheila. (laughs) Okay. Don't. We've got a lot to do here. We (laughs) can't get such. Keep going.
0: She says, I hereby decree that anytime there's an argument over pronunciation, you guys have to go with Stecco. <laughs> yeah! A nice Woo! try. Guess I'll just be the lone dissenter in that one. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> Although I say gift too. Oh, well, see? We're there. It's a, isn't it
1: graph? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, but I do Graphics say inter- interchange
1: format. Right? Hard
0: G's, people. Hard G's. Great episode, but you left out one of Pliny's most famous beasts. A large seabird known as the foo, it lives on oysters or other mollusks, uh, but other than simply dashing them against rocks, it's evolved a fascinating way of getting them out of the shell. Foo birds have a unique enzyme in their feces, which becomes caustic when removed and exposed to air. So they poop on oysters, let it dry, and whenever they want to get into them, they just peck off the poop and the oyster shell would degrade instantly. There's no reaction until it's removed, though. So if you're ever around one of these birds and you accidentally get excrement on you, remember... If the foo shits, wear it.
2: Ah,
1: yes. That is a classic tale of ornithology and fecal terror. Thank you, Sarah Isakwark. Thank you, Sarah Isakwark. Got an email from Scottish Chloe. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) Ugh. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Hello, boys. (laughs) I only recently found your show about a week ago, and I'm almost through every single episode. What? A week? I don't feel like that's even possible.:
0: I think Sleep that we have some
1: Yeah, I think we have more hours of audio than there are hours in a week now, right?: I don't know. I don't even know.: <laughs> No, well, probably it's not. It's, I, well. Yeah, you're right, because let's say 24, let's say each episode is an hour, which it isn't, but let's say it is. So every 24 episodes is a day. We've got uh, we got about a week better than a week of uh, audio. Maybe she's uh leaving out the the craps, The crap. Oh. No, don't don't. You include the crap. It'll cut it down to like 30 minutes <laughs> total. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do that. Right. Um uh, she writes, So anyway, I thought I might as well chuck in a pun. Puns should be chucked. Pun chucker. I'm uh, not sure if you've <laughs> pun chucker. Not sure if you've heard about it or not, but word on the grapevine is if you live in England around the Hampshire area and you've been mistreated by a gang of uncivil street cats or recently been robbed of your cheese supply, there's an enigmatic hero you can seek out to aid you and help find those who wronged you and get justice. Who is it? He is, of course, the Winchester Mystery Mouse. Please, <laughs> please never stop doing glorious Scottish sections. As a young Scottish lass myself, I hereby give the approval of every Scottish person ever.
2: Ach, oh. I knew
1: it! Put that as a giant stamp on the website. <laughs>
2: Go to iTunes! <laughs> Welcome to Blurry Fort.
0: Write a review that says, Greater Scottish
2: Accents! <laughs> Ah, hey! uh, <laughs> uh, Thank you, lass. All right, <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. Oh, here are right. Bonnie lass. <laughs> now who's next? All right. Shut your gob, Floyd! Shut letter. your gob. You're the next
0: That I liked. Oh man, there's going to be a lot of that in the drunk live cast, I bet. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And and zero of my voice left. Uh Tack Brown, a.k.a. the Tackle Bear. Good day, Dave Squared. I recently discovered your wonderful podcast after a suggestion on the last podcast on the left Facebook page and have been hooked in ever since. I am interested in that. Did they suggest us or did someone else say, hey, check these guys out? I'd be interested right? to know that. Haven't been through every episode yet, so you may have already covered it, but I wanted to, t- to suggest Black Dogs or Black Shuck. We oh, have. Yeah. There's a Hellhounds yeah, episode. Hell hounds. It was, uh, what was it, two, maybe three uh, blurry photobers ago. Uh, so if you go back in, into the Octobers, and uh, it wasn't like this past one. It may have been the one before the one before that. So just look at the Octobers, see if you can find that. We talk about Black Shook. Also, did you hear about the seven-foot-tall hair-covered man who's been going around neighborhoods making comments about people's clothing choices? They're calling it the Sassy Squatch oh oh god
2: (laughs) oh honey oh honey thank you tack brown aka tackle bear (laughs) yeah i
1: i i thought it was a tactical brown bear (laughs) got an email from tim p tim hello my name's tim and i'm a relatively recent listener i've archived binged quite a bit of your show in the last couple months and have a fondness for goofy creepypasta oh boy uh, also had scary stories to tell in the dark as a child. So oh, it man. No surprise, <laughs> right? <laughs> that I particularly enjoy the ghost story episodes. My favorite thus far are Campfire Ghost Stories 3 and the Mr. Jones's Compound intro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this year's Ghost Stories 5 with the amazingly ridiculous Bloody Mary trilogy. <laughs> Looking forward to next summer. Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, I have a couple of questions, but they require a bit of background. My mom is a huge fan of John of Josh Gates and his shows Destination Truth and Expedition Unknown. I feel like those are the same show with just different titles. <laughs> uh, a, 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 a vacation Uncertain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going going out mystery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leaving my house, not sure what's up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's that's, that's our dipshit show. <laughs> no, we get sued for everything. Ours is verb question mark. <laughs> uh, let's see. Whenever the ladder is on, I'm passing by the living room. I like to point out if you guys had done an episode on it. <laughs> Thus far, I've seen episodes on Roanoke Island and the Yonaguni Monument. Hmm, nice. Now for the questions. Oh. Are you familiar with either of these shows? Personally, no. Personally, no. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I I just recently, like started to get back into watching tv so i will track them down now that i have them in print here as a matter of fact congratulations tim i'm writing it on the dry board. oh my yeah you know, limited real, real estate on. so no i guess we don't really have an opinion because i've never seen either of them um also i saw an episode on until uh uh on attila the huns golden tomb which i didn't see in your archives i didn't even ever hear of that that sounds fucking awesome yeah. Thank you for reading. Please forgive my penchant for run-on sentences. Hope you're doing okay. We oh. love run-on sentences. I just don't like running. T- so, <laughs> yes, we're. I'm doing great. Flora, how are you doing? Great. Sweet. Thanks, Tim P. Dave, we've heard from Timon.
0: Hello, Timon. Uh, first, dug into my stocking to find a can of Vienna sausages. Not even kidding. You two are a bad influence on my parents. <laughs> Second, can't remember if I said it before, so I'll say it now. You can get a tattoo on your fingernail that will grow out. Thus, you can get a tattoo and not be permanently inked, as it were. Hmm, oh. Sounds like uh, the Henry Clay of Compromises there, Dave. Uh, third, yeah. in demonology, you did mention my favorite demon, Lilith. But I am shocked and appalled that you two didn't go for the lowest hanging fruit ever. Belphegor, the demon of sh*t.
1: Now, wait, wasn't that... <sighs> I'm trying to Belfajor. think was a... There was also uh, an old, I think it might have been the Beavis and ButtHead before they got their TV show, and it was just a little segment on Liquid Television where they they run across Sterculius, the the Roman god of feces. Oh, really? <laughs> they, yeah, they anger him or something at a a, a, a monster truck rally. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing, I. That probably happened because I didn't drink or do drugs in high school, (laughs) so I I can't think of a reason why that might not be accurate, but
0: (laughs) grain of salt. Uh, Quick rundown, among other things, he's the demon to call on if you want inspiration for a discovery or invention people will love, but will be basically useless. This led me to unilaterally declare him as the demon of infomercials. (laughs) He's also the demon of feces in some tradition, some traditions. Uh, Ken did a supplement on Geisha for the gumshoe system. Uh, he also touched on it in his and Robin Law's podcast. Ken so. and
1: Robin talk about stuff, which if you've listened to a lot of blurry photos, then man, give those guys go, go over to the gaming huts, oh, uh, yeah. of, of, go over and join them in their various huts. Cause it's, it's such a fun podcast to listen to. I mean, personally, I don't engage in role playing games just cause I don't know enough people. And I just, you know, I'm not, I have no opposition to them whatsoever, but like I would, I, what I'm trying to say is you would love that podcast. Even if you were never in your life going to roll a D 20, there's so much to it. They cover so much cool stuff and they're both just so damn knowledgeable about things. Yeah. It's just a great fun podcast to listen to. You know, you know, you have a great basement for gaming. I do, I do. I just don't have any friends here yet that are into weird shit. Yeah. I mean, I have friends here, but they're all medical residents, and their lives are, are like a trail of tears. <laughs> like they, they don't <laughs> get to hang out. Yeah, one day,
0: someday. Thank you, Diamond. So Say hi to Akili for us.
1: Yes, thank you. Got an email from the Jam and TK, which is the Jam and Team Kill. Oh, Team Kill. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dave and David. Hi. I'm listening to episode 169, Giggity, Pathological Science, and when the object of Orgone came up, I felt that I had to tell you this story. Tell it. People still believe in this stuff. I used to work in a gas station. It was boring, but I got to know quite a few interesting characters over the years since they were many regular customers. One of the most interesting characters of them all, though, wasn't even a customer, but the person that often covered the station during my breaks. This guy was a total believer in orgone energy, though he didn't really connect it with libido. He made his own orgone accumulators, which were, as Stecco said in the episode, basically copper shavings and bits of metal in acrylic. After about a week of working with him, he mentioned uh, to me that all the networking equipment in the booth was emitting cancer causing radiation, and he could reverse all the effects just by putting an orgone accumulator in the station under the network switches. Now, I never really bought anything he said and, of course, did my own research, but I couldn't very well tell a coworker that he was full of it to his face. Yeah, because that, I mean, you, you just said it's, you guys are in a booth, <laughs> so not, not like you get to separate very much. Right. Uh, so I smiled and nodded whenever he talked about it. He made some pretty ridiculous claims of his orgone accumulators that they would do all of the following depending on where they were placed and what was around them. He also believed that Reich had a working cloud seeding device and was arrested because of his research and because the government wanted to suppress it. Following is a list of the abilities of orgone accumulators. Cause cellular and Wi-Fi signals to be completely benign to humans and other organisms instead of slowly killing them when placed underneath a router or cell tower promote plant growth when buried at the bottom of potted plants clean water restoring a polluted water source to it's pure form with the additional of plant and animal life promote a healthy mood to all people within range and extend the life expectancy of animals when placed underneath their sleeping place often as rational people we assume that a lot of people don't believe in the things we read about but they're more common than we think keep on podding tk jamming uh, tk Jam, jam and TK. Jam and TK. He'll be right back after the break.
0: <laughs> Dave, we've heard from. Oh, it's not Todd One.
2: It's, it's not, not, Todd not Todd Two. two.
0: Oh, it's Todd X. X. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Listening to the argument about industry sabotaging innovation on the latest Bullstone, coupling this oh, yeah. with the comments made by David regarding liberal arts education for context. There has been an outright war on education for decades. If we want to pick a moment in history, look at William F. Buckley's essay, God and Man at Yale. This was a war cry for the commodification of education. Reagan took this to heart, laid the foundations for the state of publicly funded college education. Uh, The idea was to give industry access to college innovation by removing public funding, creating an environment where educational institutes must rely on industry for funding. The complaints from educators has been clear and concise. Innovation is effectively stifled to benefit the industry. They have to show profit in order to continue to maintain funding. That is something that uh, does personally piss me off quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, it's Todd X's soapbox right now. So right. to David's accusation of sabotage, it is even more insidious. Education has become a culture of profit where the quantification of what can be achieved has little to do with living and working within the complexities of society locally globally and beyond so back to david's earlier comments yep. disparaging liberal arts education what did i say dave i don't
1: know How, okay i'll save i'll save my rebuttal till till we get through this but unless unless you i mean did you say something like i don't know i got an arts degree uh, or, or was it were you self-referencing at some point I'll come
0: back to this because I want to see. I want to hear what yeah, he Yeah, I don't know.
1: That. That's just a guess. If, if and if you were just saying like, well, I don't know. I did this or or yeah, I don't know. Keep trucking. Keep trucking. Because um, I don't. I don't recall.
0: That is the agiprobe of the laissez-faire educator. Liberal education encompasses the humanities and the social sciences and the natural and physical sciences, including mathematics, traditionally used to liberate and educate learners to become independent thinkers that are not bound to a single vocation. Historically, the Latin word liberalis signifies freedom from imprisonment, slavery, or conquest, and that through the trivium, which is grammar, rhetoric, and logic, or the quadrivium, music, geometry, arithmetic, and astronomy,
1: allowed learners... Because there's four of them. Because there's four of them. I got it. I got it. ...allowed learners
0: the autonomy to function successfully as liberated citizens in society, not merely for the good of themselves, but for all. The current education goals politicians on the right and left support... Simply are looking for good employees. STEM, without arts nor humanity, offers some pretty frightening prospects. Think Monsanto's Terminator seeds or the lack of funding to innovate the electric car. Uh, STEM, I guess, is is
1: is, the, the is what scientific. What, uh, it's the science, technology, engineering, mathematics. And that's what they're uh, kind
0: of like funding or going well, for
1: these days. No, it's it's a push. Um, I hear it most often uh, talking about pushing uh, young girls and ladies into those fields where they are underrepresented right now. I see. So, I will be honest.
0: Once I edit an episode and get it out, I completely forget everything that was said in there.
1: Yeah. Without fail. So, I'm not sure what I said, but I do know that I... It could have been me. I I may have said something. sometimes, Sometimes, like, you and I clue really tightly into when people say david or dave but i think when people write they're not quite so assiduous about that i I think he's talking about me because
0: i often make fun of liberal ed the liberal arts education in a tongue-in-cheek way because i have a liberal arts education and i don't know if it was something where I i was trying to make a bad joke and yeah, you know it just came that's, across because I've
1: heard you like make like jokes like that before. That's why I was thinking maybe it was that or
0: yeah. I mean it's it does it sounds like I'm disparaging it when really it's uh, tongue in cheek because that's that's what I've got and and I I agree with him on this. But having said that, I also forget about everything that comes out of my mouth. So I could have said F- everybody that's got a liberal education, liberal education is stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll have to go back and listen to it, but. Just know Todd X. I've I went to a liberal arts school and so a lot of the stuff if I say dispersion. And look at things, the
1: monster he's become, Todd right. X. Where is your argument now? Look at him. <laughs> Just listen to the filth pouring out of his liberal arts mouthpiece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but usually from what I what I do remember, I've I've been saying it as sarcasm, as a joke. I don't know. Dark, just just make more more of like self-disparaging more than anything. But anyways, thanks for the insight, Todd X. Uh, I agree with yeah. a lot of that stuff. And I would like to share the the soapbox with you one day.
1: Yeah. Because I yes. think
0: education is, is in the gutter.
1: All right. We got a, got an email from Pastor Tony. And he writes, hey, D&D. Hey. Just finishing listening to the Apocalypse podcast. Very enjoyable. And speaking about Christian eschatology, I'm squarely in the Praetorist camp. Everything else save historicist makes you sound like a nut, and Christians do not need any more help sounding nuts. (laughs) You mentioned Harold Camping and his prediction of the rapture in 2011. Oh, yeah. I was on a sales trip uh, in uh, in my day job that weekend. I was having dinner with my boss that night, and it came up in conversation, and I could tell he was extremely worried that it might actually happen. So worried that he called his wife at the table to tell her that he loved her. Uh, I just paid and told him I'd I'd see him in the morning, and the next day I brought us coffee and had a good laugh. Love the podcast, gentlemen. God bless. P.S. I wrote some time ago about my experience with shadow people. Curious if you received it. If not, I'll send it again. Send it again. I can't remember. Hit us back. Yeah, because I know we've
0: heard from you before, Pastor Tony, but I I can't remember if if we did the the shadow person one or not, and I apologize. But, yeah, yeah, if we haven't, send it again for sure. Thank you, though. That's a funny story.
2: Heard from... (laughs) Ugh
0: vile kyle
2: (laughs) oh god i need a (laughs) shot (laughs) ghibli ghibli ghibli
0: (laughs) hey dandy just listened to bullstone 23 and i wanted to chime in on a couple things first of all i stayed at the skirvin hilton hotel about four months back in august of 2016 and i stayed on the 10th floor which i didn't know at the time was the main haunted floor for a while, I didn't notice anything strange in the room, but around sundown, I noticed what looked like a pair of feminine-looking legs walking back and forth in front of a nightlight in the bathroom. So I immediately went and shut the door, but could still see the shadow
1: they cast under the door
0: frame.
2: That, yeah,
1: see, that's what that's what I call spectral sexual. <laughs> it's it's spectral sexual. It's, like, it's like uh, it's like a ghost, but also it wants your your, your genitals.
0: <laughs> also you you guys mentioned star in a jar that reminded me of David Hahn, the radioactive boy scout. He didn't make a miniature fusion reactor, but as a boy in nineteen ninety four I think it I think he created a small nuclear reactor in his mother's shed. I'll attach a link to the story thanks guys. Keep up the good work vile Kyle
1: so vile um, so
0: Kyle
1: <laughs> thanks Vile Kyle
0: that um I thought that i I thought that was like a uh, trope like oh yeah. genius boy. Makes a nuclear reactor in the in the garage or something. Uh,
1: yeah, you know who would know that thing? right off the top of his dome was Ken Height. I feel yeah. like that guy like gets a report on those kind of things sent to him every month.
0: <laughs> fun um, fun experience at the uh, the old Skirvin, Dave. We're we're gonna have to make a trip out there.
1: If we are. Let's get drunk. We'll be swerving at the Skirvin.
0: <laughs> Tenth floor, please.
1: But here's the thing, Flora. We have to get separate rooms because yeah. uh, I'm not looking. I'm not looking to have some kind of
0: Right, right. Spectral, uh, mm -mm. yeah. Menagerie ghost.
1: (laughs) I don't need no DK three way because they're dead. (laughs) They're decaying. Ew. (laughs) Uh, We're going to keep work. We're going to workshop that. We'll bring it back to you guys later. (laughs) 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 Got an email here from Watson. Watson. Watson writes: If there's any group of people more delusional than flat earthers, it's sovereign citizens i'd love to hear your take on this to see sovereign citizens being owned yes uh i i love watching videos of sovereign citizens getting destroyed by the police (laughs) um and uh i mean i I went on a kick about it and it was really fun to watch and it's you know i am i'm not a, a a person driving my car i'm a a sovereign citizen traveling in my property. i, I You can't detain me. i uh, The articles of the Confederacy make it clear that I am not subject to your laws. And, oh, uh, it's glorious. Never works, does it? <laughs> no, no, zero times. Zero percent of the time does it work. <laughs> you know, like, I, I remember years ago when this was kind of first kicking up uh, in Colorado, like, if if you did that, there was a, a sheet of paper that, like, explained your rights as a sovereign citizen. And there was this big thing where people would just, like, you know, do that. I'm rolling my window just enough to facilitate communication. Yeah. You know, and they'd slide this piece of paper out and cops would just bust the window out, drag them out of the car. You know, like, who, who's got time for that? Let's see. Watson goes on. Also, after laughing my ass off, listening to Stecco half-passed out, ranting about banging holes in the walls to save the Titanic, <laughs> I replayed the event to my roommate. <laughs> well, I hope something good came of that. <laughs> I think you just picked up a new listener. One more thing. If you could put out five new episodes a week, that'd be great. I'm running out of archived episodes to listen to. Dance for me, monkeys. <laughs> Signed, uh, The Watson. <laughs> I'd love uh, it. Yeah, I'd love to have it yeah. as as the job, <laughs> right? Jeez, now that I would be terrified about. Like, we what, what wouldn't we do an episode at if we were cranking out five episodes a week?
0: Yikes! I mean, there there could very much not be that much research. <laughs> yeah, it would just be Dave and Dave opine on this. Yeah,
1: that'd be what two hundred and sixty episodes a year. <laughs> Not even, not even Mark Maron plays that game. And that guy puts out a lot of episodes. That guy puts out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, heard from
2: Wizard <laughs> X.
0: It's not Wizard One. It's, it's not, not Wizard, wizard two. two. Greetings, men of the photos which are blurry. It is I, the great and
2: powerful it?
1: Wizard X. Yes. Two Zs, Z's. our oh chap. Two Zs.
0: Wizard. <laughs> This is the first time I've ever written to a podcast before, yes?
1: We'll be gentle. Shh.
0: Have a drink. Then again, yours is the first podcast I've ever listened to. Oh, well, you well. were given high praise by my mate, KittyLB9. So I downloaded Podcast Addict and listened to the oldest podcast that was available on there by the two of you, which happened to be episode 103, Psychokinesis. Oh,
1: I have to say that... <laughs> I like this voice you're doing.
0: <laughs> I was hooked from that episode, I really like how you find as much information on a topic as you can, giving the history of the topic, while also being respectful of the subject matter in your own blurry photo sort of way, right? I found most topics you have touched on interesting, hmm? Though, and it is nothing against the two of you, I did have a hard time staying intrigued by the last episode, which was... One twenty-two, majestic twelve. Oh, for some reason, I was just not able to get into that one. Yes, I
1: know I'm far behind in the archives, but I'm doing my best to catch up. bro. Majestic twelve, that was a Ken height jam. Yeah, it was. The wizard must have seen some serious shit in his life to not be transfixed <laughs> by the laser, the laser beam that is Ken's
2: intellect.
0: Let my 13-year-old daughter listen to the Hinterkaifeck murders, and now her and my mate will randomly say, Nein, Geist! Oh, this amuses me so, and I hope there shall be more quotes from your podcast uttered in my presence in the future, yes.
1: (laughs) I kind of feel like you're making fun of him a little bit, but it's also a great wizard's voice.
0: I do have a pun for you, though. It's a tad old by now, hmm. But in the episode about the Robopocalypse, Bender from Futurama was mentioned in the episode where he used a machine to make smaller and smaller duplicates of himself, and it reminded me of something I had learned about the ever-so-lovable shiny metal-assed is. I learned what his favorite alcohol is. Grey
2: Goose. Mm -hmm. Ah, Mm -hmm.
0: highest praise to the two of you and I look forward to hearing what new topics and puns you come up with right also toward the day that I am completely caught up to date with your episodes oh even the one before Psychokinesis yes
2: fare thee both well Wizard X the dragon what Whoa! Didn't know it was, was a like dragon. a Shyamalan
1: twist. That guy was a dragon the whole time.
2: It was a dragon. The yeah. whole thanks. Time. Was our next, and
1: yeah, don't be ashamed to scream Nightgeist whenever, whenever necessary. Keep wrong. Or actually, mostly when unnecessary. Yeah, keep in mind you'll be wrong syntax wise, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, just don't never listen to a German. That's a good. That's a good rule of thumb the uh yeah so i then i hope by now you've figured out that we have the blurry photo blurry photos archive podcast oh yes so you can dig further into antiquity in your 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 tomes a wizard knows about the archives yes <laughs> yes got an email from the all zombie father now is that a father that's that's 100% zombie or is this, guy, is this guy running after Zombie Master's claim? Or has Zombie Master found religion? Oh, no. <laughs> A lot of options here. Uh, all Zombie Father writes, episode 171, runes. Well, shucks. It seems like something to let slide at this time of the year. Norse today. Penalty box, both of you. What? In actuality, the largest-sized drink available at Starbucks is the Trente. Not the venti, as noticed in the episode opener. Fun fact: you can fit an entire bottle of wine into the Trente cup. I have never heard of a Trente. Is that real? Well, here's
0: here's an interesting conundrum because this is the first time I think we've been called for a penalty box on an opening sketch.
1: Oh, that's not an interesting conundrum. That's a slam dunk. The <laughs> the opening sketches is nothing but falseness and mistruth. So it's uh, that's, that's, spoilers, everybody. <laughs> Jeff the talking mongoose is not a mongoose at all, so so we we can't be tried uh on the grounds that it is a fiction from from the get no way, and also is uh, i mean i've never heard of i mean granted I don't go to Starbucks so
0: well, yeah, i mean it might be one of those secret menu things I don't know i i cause i haven't i don't think I see it on the the boards I don't know, but bottom line. I don't know and you know maybe the jury can weigh in on this but I don't know that we can be tried for for a fictional character saying something putting, wrong. Uh,
1: this isn't going to jury. <laughs> this thing this is getting thrown out of court before uh, dis, case dismissed. You just there no there's no grand jury, there's no jury trial. Just on the merits as as presented. There's no legal basis for this prosecution. <laughs> Go home. Collect more evidence. <laughs> Go try Atticus Finch
0: for yeah, right. for a crime.
1: Yeah. Already. Already. I'm not going up up the pokey for that. That was it. That was it. Except Dave. Oh, shiz out, tiz out. <laughs> Load the shout out gun. <laughs> yeah. Shout blaster uh, XX3 it's um it's the mark seven variation uh it's, we've uh we cut down on some of the the kick it's actually got gas recoil suppression and uh uh a wad cutter, so yeah, uh, and yeah buckhorn sights
0: huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> I don't I was just making up phrases I, I know i the only reason I know the word wad cutter is when um uh Tom Waits says it in mystery men. I can trick that out with a wad cutter and a clamshell holster. (laughs) I don't know what the f***. All right, are we ready? Yeah, load them up. Shout out to Casey. Emperor Emperor Dalpatine or Dalpatine, however (laughs) you like it.
0: Archaeologist Alex.
1: Green Eggs and Sam. Alicia from Georgia.
0: Sean from Brooklyn. Comatose Intelligence. Dog Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Austin B. Rob from Toronto. Not that Rob. Yoshi. The CD. <laughs> Brian. M. Brenda. Brandon. Thanks, everybody, for writing in suggestions and whatnots. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you guys taking the time. And, uh, you know, everybody, thank you for your missives.
1: Yeah. Massive oh Massive uh, missives. Massive missives. And uh, shout-outs to Brenna A. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You guys are glorious and magnificent. Now uh this is hold up being... on, hold on, hold on, I've got to point the the shout out cannon away, clear the breach, make sure there's no unexploded ordnance, <laughs> then we can put it back into its foam lined case, okay, Good to have you around. yeah, well, cannon safety is important.
0: <laughs> uh we are that much closer to being caught up, and yep. now and now I'm on break, so back back to
2: it getting <laughs> yeah. behind.
0: But, you know, massive, massive bonus episode here for you. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. We'll be back uh, soon. I, I believe yep. this might be, I'm not sure how it'll how it'll turn out, but this might be the last bonus that we get before coming back in full glory and regalia. Or
1: it might be the first. Nobody knows, dude. Nobody knows.
0: Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows about Jaisos. <laughs> but Jesus. All right. So, that's all, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know how to find us on social media and tell your friends and tell your neighbors and uh, go to Threadless and buy some shirts, go to our website and buy some shirts, you, you know.
1: And uh and and you know what? Uh if you if you do get caught up with the blurry photos, check out uh, one of our good friends over at the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. You know? It's worthwhile. That's right. I think yeah. And we'll we'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail just in time to be s- just sloppy ass drunk. Who's to say what I'll pass out and do this time? What I'm afraid is that we're gonna try to be show
0: offs, and then when we record the episode, we're gonna pass out and leave everything running, and then it's gonna like oh, it's God, gonna like piss cast. off, and then not save and like crash, and <laughs> nothing yeah. will be saved.
2: Yeah, and we'll be, have to
0: do it all be over.
1: Hilarious. Because I mean, I have fallen asleep on multiple drinking episodes. <laughs> Remember when I passed out in your bathroom that one time? And you were like, bang on the door to wake me up? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, what is he doing in there? There is a reason that we kind of fear these things. We don't, we do not take it easy, okay? We are Tina f-ing Turner singing Proud Mary, okay? That's right.
0: <laughs> Mostly because I'm wearing that kind of skirt that goes up past my crotch.
1: But also, Flora's arms are cut as, f-ing. oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that make me Ike? Because I'm not sure I'm cool with that. (laughs) You're the band. (laughs) All All right. right. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back soon, and you guys rule. Peace out.